my favorite. And welcome back to Ghoulin' Around again. Today we're going to talk about something a little bit more new. I know our last couple episodes were classic and also a kind of classic book as well. Um, but today we're actually going to be talking about the Netflix series Squid Games. And again, I am Joanne. I am Jason. And I'm Loretta. All right, so we're just going to dive right into this one. Squid Games has been huge lately. Absolutely just went off. As soon as it hit Netflix, it was like in the top ten within like a week. From and streaming then, services. Yeah, <laughs> it, went, it went nuts. I mean, it was in the top ten for a little bit, and then it jumped into like, what, the top three on Netflix, I think? I'd be surprised. It should be number one. <laughs> yeah, it really should. Well, Netflix has got some good stuff on there, so that's where you can find it, Netflix. Um, one thing I do recommend, watch it in Korean. Don't watch it in English. The mouths don't match up. I can't stand that. Oh, that <laughs> drives me nuts. Anyway, so a short summary of the series, Jason. You want to give us a short summary? Yeah, so um, I'm going to be blanking on names because I'm just bad like that with all names. But anyway, the main character basically has a lot of gambling and money issues and he ends up signing away his life. Gets put in this life or death game where basically hundreds of contestants uh, are all gathered together who all have debts and like just are in very bad spots in life and they're put into this game where if they win they get billions of dollars like enough to pay away all their debts give them a brand new life all that shit the problem is if you don't win you're dead <laughs> exactly um, I think my favorite part was just the fact that it was kid games. Yeah, it was all these like very kid-inspired um, uh, games that had this very deadly, twisted uh, <laughs> aspect say, to it. Twist to it. Yeah, uh, like one of them, the first one. Uh, so we're going to be talking spoilers because it has been out for a while. At this so point. if you haven't seen them, please pause the, pause the podcast, yes. go watch the show, and then continue our review if you feel inclined. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first one is basically Red Light, Green Light, and it has this giant robot doll that looks at everyone, and then when she turns around, they're free to go, and like everyone's a little skeptical at first, and then when people are caught moving... They're suddenly shot, and then that's when everyone realizes what the fuck's going on. And there's just this massive, massive panic. Like, because, panic. Yeah. Because everyone's freaking out. And so, of course, they're like, oh, we're, like, you're not supposed to move when she's looking, but, like, they just got shot, so I'll go start running and get shot, too. Um, but, yeah, you eventually get this small cast of characters that you kind of, like, end up rooting around. Uh, you have the main character, I forget his name, you have his, like, Best school friend, friend yeah. that he friend used to be friends with. with like when he grew up but like they've fallen out of touch for a while and then he meets this girl who's there because like she is taking care of her brother but like it's just the two of them and then you also have this like gang leader dude who's a real piece of shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, was so <laughs> I was so glad yeah i was so glad Oh my god, yeah, he was a page. And then, of course, you got the old man, too. The old oh man my was god. my favorite. The old man was my favorite. And I was, I mean, I was on the verge of crying when the whole thing went down with 
him and the old man in the marbles because yeah. it, he was just so giddy about being there even though people were dying all yeah. around him. Because the entire time you see him, he's like this old elderly man and like you feel bad for him because like he's obviously like not there mentally most of the time. And like he's just trying to get through it all and they end up having to pair together for this marble game where you play marbles against each other to like win the other person's marbles and then whoever has all of them at the end of like this time is the winner and they get to move on whereas the other person gets blacked. Yeah, that was that was the saddest episode ever because of course they, they ask these people to pair up so they pair up with the people that they know because they think that that's going to be their teammate. Part, teammate to work forward and they have to actually face off against them like the husband and wife that had that to face rough. off yeah yeah and of course you know he was with the old man and i was just like oh man you know that sucks and he felt so bad because he was losing and then he started tricking him can we also talk about that very same scene in which uh cho yeah uh, the best friend dude uh, ends up going against this other guy that they both uh, met and uh, ended up forming a friendship with. His name is Ali, and they all end up trying to kind of like work together. But the best friend and him, they pair up because they think they're going to be a good team, and then they end up having to face each other. And the best friend, college law student dude, cheats Ali. Out yep. of his marbles. I can't like, believe that. Just, just like me. I mean, it was just a backstabbing, you know, bastard. Dude. Yeah, it because was. He, he, he and at that up. point, he put him lower than the gangster dude. Yeah. That, in my eyes, like there is honor and there is just cowardice. <laughs> right, and that's pretty much cowardice. Yeah, right. but he essentially takes his marbles and. Uh, essentially takes his marbles and is like, oh, I'm going to keep him safe. Bends down to like tie his shoe, fills a different bag with rocks, then gives him back that so when he goes to the uh, guard to present his marbles, he's just got a bag of rocks. Right. And the other guy leaves the area not even saying a thing to him and he's just shot off screen yeah. by himself. Yeah. And it's just a hard scene to watch. That episode. That one, that yeah. That episode was hard. That was a hard one. Although, I do have to say, and of course, the we're going to have spoilers on this. Mm -hmm. um, at the end, I was kind of glad to see that the old guy was alive, but then I ended up yeah, kind of really Ticked hating off. him. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I, 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 mean, I almost cried when... He I, lost I, the marbles. I did cry. I he did lost cry. the marbles. Yeah, I cried. And then here at the very end of it, it it was him. He's the one orchestrating. Yeah, as you as you end up finding out, because there's two plots that kind of end up going throughout the uh, entirety of Squid Game. You have the contestants who are all trying to win the game, win the money, or like in. Uh, Siong's case was the main character. You're just trying to live. You're just trying to get through it. You know? Right. And um, at the end, it's revealed that it's kind of being orchestrated by this like elite class um, with the old man who participated in it 
being the creator, being the one who started it all, and the reason why he participated was because he just wanted to have some fun. Yeah. Which is very twisted in that, like, you're you're killing all of these people, but, like, you, I'm glad you're having fun while you're playing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was kind of when I saw that he was still alive, I kind of was confused for a couple seconds, and then realized he was, he's part of it. And then I was kind of like, and I felt bad when he, when we thought he got shot. Yeah, I cried for this man, and then he turns out to be a villain. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of was like... I don't know if I like him anymore, and I still don't know. I still don't know because I think if I watched it again, I probably wouldn't have as deep feelings as I did watching it the first time. See, I was still because I'd already know characters who actually died. Correct. Although um, I don't know. Well, yeah, but that's gonna be sick. Yeah, because he's super old and super sick, and when the main character finds out that, like, he was the one that did this, he's, like, basically on his deathbed, like, you know, that just waiting to die. And the two of them sit there and have a, like, final game over this, like, homeless man. Yeah. He's just sitting there in the snow, and their their whole game is, is anyone going to help him? Of course, the old man's like, no one's gonna help him. He's just gonna sit there and die. And the main character's like, no, someone's gonna come on help. And like, they sit there and watch for hours, and then eventually someone helps him, and then the old man dies. Yeah, I yeah, it's it, it's kind of a, a weird thing, but I mean, it's really good. It's a really it's, good it's show. It's a really good show. It. I mean, I was, like, glued yeah, to the that's, TV. That's not even to say anything about the whole cop plot in which this cop from where uh, the main character's from infiltrates the game, remember, and he right. becomes the, uh, like, kind of, is, like, a he cast sneaks, member, I want to say. Yeah, he sneaks in By using, somehow. like, different, like, because he knocks out some of the guards, takes their clothes, and, like, somehow that works? Like, he's, like, just fits into all these clothes, but, like, that's, like, not to say here or there. But anyway, there's this one scene in which he's in a... But anyway, they, uh, sorry about that, but he is in this room in which, like, all of the guards, like, stay. Because the entire show is on an island like this massive island that they can basically just like do whatever they want on it and uh the guards basically stay on there in their little rooms that have cameras in so that like security is watching right and he goes and they in get there. locked in every night yeah they get they? locked in there and the cop guy sits down on the bed and like takes off his disguise and fully shows his face to the camera like but he sneaks in when it begins, so I don't know if they even realize that he's not one of the the of people that are that's supposed to be there because he kills him on the on the ship over. Mm-hmm. But my point to that is, or the ferry, or whatever. One of, it was. Their, one of the aspects of 
the whole Squid Games in terms of like the ones running it and the guards and all that. It's, it's very meticulous, very rule oriented. Like there was the one guy who during the one show, the contestant made him take off his mask. And then the, I forgot what his name was, but he was basically like the show runner. It was the guy with the black mask. Uh, he right. shot the guard because one of their core rules is you do not take off your mask because it's all about like anonymity and all that right. shit. And so like I find it as like a weird security oversight that like they wouldn't know, know that he wasn't all of their the guards. Because yeah. they have all of this information on the contestants. True. And as you end up finding out the guy in the black mask was a previous contestant who had won and was actually also the brother of the cop guy. Which is also why I love this show, because, like, it's just so... Yeah, there was so, twists and turns yeah. in certain areas. It's a good show. <laughs> well, so much for a short summary, but we got that. <laughs> um, a little bit that I would like to add to the summary is, you know, like, the, they go in, they, they do this first game of the red light, green light, and, of course, people are just scared of continuing the game so they actually do like a voting and the majority does vote to end the game so everybody does leave of course they don't leave with any money but um the games do continue on volunteer base only and they actually do find quite a few volunteers that come back yeah, to they, play these games they vote to end the game and then they all go back to like their own lives like, their no own richer. miserable lives yeah, where they're all miserable yeah so when they're offered this chance to come back and win even more money, a lot of them come back. And so you just pick up Butter. where you're left. Oh, Sorry about that, guys. We had a little bit of a monster interruption here. Um, but we were talking about how they chose to come back. And uh, Jason, you want to start off where you left off a little bit? Yeah, I was just saying that they they all chose to end the game, all went back to their miserable lives, and then came back willingly to participate in even more deadly games. And as they went on and on, they just got more and more uh, dwindling in terms of uh, how many people were killed off per game. So it kind of became this... Uh, very risk and reward esque experience. Um, Joanne, what was your favorite game that they played? I was just about to ask you that. My favorite game, okay, so kind of have to be a little specific. So, my favorite game that I liked was probably the sugars. The, the little round sugar things that they had to cut out and um, not break. Yeah. Just for the game aspect. But I think my favorite game that they did that I think they did a really good job on like technique and everything was when they did tug of war yeah that had me like sitting on the edge of my chair like come on come on they can do this and then of course like the episode ends and you have to start the next one because you're like oh god yeah. damn it <laughs> okay so that the tug of war kept me on my edge really really bad because it was just so intense mm -hmm. but with the sugar game I liked it because it was something I've never heard of. I've never seen. It's not something we play here in America. I know that. I've never seen it before. And then the fact that he had the idea of sitting there and licking it. And I was like, oh my god. 
he's got it he's got it and i'm like yeah he's gonna get it because <laughs> i was like oh my god he had I, the umbrella <laughs> I, I never thought that a scene of a man licking a piece of candy would be so intense <laughs> right. like my heart was racing and we're just watching this man tongue a piece of candy because so. <laughs> they have to most most of the stuff that they have it is time limited so it's very time they, sensitive. Yes. Yeah. And if they don't finish it, or sometimes if they get caught cheating, um, they just are eliminated. There was this. There was the girl who was um, kind of flirting and hanging out with the gang leader. Oh my goodness! She, she so somehow snuck a lighter in because right. this was post after. Uh, post after they came back and so going back into it she had, she had a cigarettes lighter and, and cigarettes lighter. and she ended up using the lighter because they were given like a needle and you had to take the shape that you were given and poke it out but if you cracked it or broke it at any point they would just shoot you where you were and uh, so she would take the uh, there was like a slide in because they were in like a playground while they were doing this yeah and so she went under the slide and would heat up her needle with her lighter and it would just like melt the shape out like did no one smell the burning sugar because <laughs> i don't know if any of you have smelled burning sugar but burning sugar has a very distinct uh, distinct smell, smell. Mm -hmm. granted everyone was wearing like helmets that could have easily had purification systems in them but like Still, either or, she ends up dying, so I'm not too butthurt about it. Right. Yeah, but you know what? I actually she goes out like good. the way she took herself out. Yeah, because it was in the, I think, second to last game in which um, they had to cross a bridge made out of plain panes of glass. But the problem was one side had a normal pane of glass and the other one had a tempered. Uh, Pain of glass in which that you can stand without shattering it under your weight. And I actually think that's like my favorite one. It was very because well done. Because it, I, it was so intense. Every time someone jumped, your heart just stops for a yes. second as they just land, and you're like, "Is it gonna hold?" And of course, you know, the main character was the last one, and as they're going into this, it's like, okay, once they get in there. It's like, oh, thank God he's going last. But before they go into this test, it's like, oh, he's last. That's not good. Mm -hmm. It's like it, with that particular game, you want to go towards the back because the people in the front are going to be the ones exploring which ones are safe, which ones are but not. But see, they don't know what the game is before they go, so they mm -hmm. just go and pick a number yeah. not knowing... That that's going to be the order you're going in. Exactly. So it was. Then you had the one guy who was towards the back with um, the main like, character. What, like the and fifth he, one from the back? Yeah, and he was a glass maker of some, some sort, sort, and yeah. he could actually tell the difference looking at like the uh, reflection, the reflection off of the lights. So the people running the show turned the fucking lights off. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was kind of like you know not called for, but like you know it it does add some tension to the game and like because the whole game is for the entertainment of this elite class that are betting on who's gonna like win and whatnot. So and they, they got little of, models in there that yeah. they're moving around and taking <laughs> the panes of glass out and pushing the guy the little. Mm -hmm. You know, pieces yeah, so off. I like, thought, of, I was like, whoa, okay, they're watching it, but they're doing this. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so they have like some influence on how the games run. Uh, it should have just been left up to chance. Yeah. But in the end, there was only one winner. Yeah. So, Jason, what was your favorite game? Favorite as in design or like... Either. Uh, I think one of my favorite designs, just because of its simplicity, was the first one, Red Light, Green Light. Because it's just a such, it's such a simple game. You get from here to here in this time limit, and you can only go when this thing is not looking at you. And whenever you would get caught, like, just instantly gunned down. Like, I think that was a, one of my favorite games. My The most heartfelt one would be the Marvels. I think that was my well, like, yeah, I, I think that would, I, the most heartfelt one, I think that would be probably for all three of us because at the time we didn't know mm -hmm. who the old guy was. If, if I could go back through a show or like a video game or anything and not know anything and watch it again for the first time, I would do Square Games. Yeah, definitely. And then Loretta, how, how, what one was your favorite one? The, the one we were talking about with the tempered glass. The tempered glass. Because it just had me on the edge, <laughs> like, the whole time. Because then, because they had different aspects to it. And you've got him last, the main character. You've got him last. You've got this whole line of people. You've got a certain amount of time to get across this bridge of glass. People didn't want to move. Yeah, there was times people where we would watch pushing people, get people off. out of the way. Yes, yeah, or being pulled down. And I think that was one of the reasons why I liked it too, is because got rid of the two assholes. Because mm. she just grabbed his ass and yanked his ass over, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you had people wanting to push them. You had people yelling at them. You had people killing each other, trying mm. to get them out of the way so that they could make it across. And then you've got people trying to take their time and you're worried about him in the back if there's gonna be enough time for him to get all the way across. So it's like stressful all like all the way around. Yeah. One one of the things that I don't really see much sense in is that so in Squid Games, one of their like uh, things for uh, how they want the games to be ran and like the people controlling the game is fairness and like opportunity and that everyone has an equal like shot in this but there's a scene like there's a couple of like uh scenes where like the guards are like giving them less food and like they like they end up causing this entire like riot in the um room in which all of the contestants are sleeping where people are just killing each other and like of course the like the gangster leader and like all of his cronies like of course they're just butchering people left and right so like where did all the fairness go like they just like cut out a huge I, chunk of I like, think that the player base yeah well yeah but i think that the reason that that happened is because at that point when they came back the people that were running it realized that they didn't have to be fair because they chose this 
that's maybe that's how I kind of view it. Uh, but did you notice that uh, in your tug of war uh, when it shows all of the people holding the ropes and all that, all of them are cuffed to it. So like when the rope is pulled, like they all end up getting pulled with the rope and fall to their deaths. The old man is cuffed to around security. So if the rope was pulled, he just would have been left standing up there. I did not notice that, no. I didn't notice exposed. that. Yeah, uh, it, I'll have to go back over, and rewatch it. His hands are just there, and his cuffs are not secured. Yeah, because I know like uh, a lot of those guards See, that we were going around for were that. making sure he was safe a lot of the times yeah. because they knew who he was. Yeah, when everyone was dying and he started screaming to stop it, like the guards immediately agreed. Whereas like when everyone else was like screaming that people were being murdered and like asking people to like step in, they didn't do anything. Hmm. But no, I didn't realize that on the tug of war. I just, I really like the tug of war because everybody's just like, you know, well, what is this old guy going to do for us? He's going to weigh us down. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And he's like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Follow yeah. my technique. And they fucking won with his technique because he right. knew what he was talking about. And, and I think that was funny when they went back into the room that they were staying in because they didn't expect him to come back because they had a lot of the weaker people on their team. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that that gang, the one that's like the gang guy, he was surprised as hell when they all come walking through the door and I just mm-hmm. thought it was funny. And that, that technique when uh, they were all getting pulled and they started losing and then he's like, this is what we're gonna do. We're all just gonna let go. And everybody's like, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> <laughs> That was great, and everybody, I mean, both their techniques put together just worked so well for that game, because they did. They had they had females on the team, they had a lot of the smaller men on their team, and the, and the, the old, old man, guy, so yeah. of course at Tug of War, they're not going to be very good at it, but man, they held their ground good. Yeah. So this leads me to the question, does he know that strategy because he actually did it as a child? Or has he seen that done over the generations they've done this test? Because as the cop guy finds out, like they've been oh, doing, they've been this, doing for this for decades. years, yeah. yeah. So he easily could have like seen like because I'm assuming that they recycle games at intervals because over 30 years saying doing this, like you're gonna have to come up with a lot of different twisted child's games. There's only so many children's games, right? Uh, so like all of his times where he's talking about like oh as a kid like i used to do this and whatnot like was he talking about from his own experience or watching other contestants well if he was the one that created these maybe it was from his childhood and he created all this stuff and then made him made those games twisted Mm -hmm. well i'm saying like the tips and tricks he knows yeah, he's probably True. learned them from both experience and also by watching. True. So, I mean, over time, you're going to start picking up watching how people win certain games and stuff. So, But I was surprised because it seemed like with the, the sugar game, he didn't know to lick it until he saw the other guy licking it. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was something he hadn't seen. Yeah, it could have been something new or a new game that was put into effect. But he, he didn't seem to know what he was going to do. So, but I mean, that. But just, he could have been faking that too. True, he was faking a lot of things. Yeah, apparently. right. 
but uh, one of the other um, very early signs that like the old man is like part of this is in the red light green light episode there's a brief pov of the robot girl that like, scans the different contestants and it does not track the old man like it doesn't scan over him or do anything. there was a lot of stuff going on in that one i'm i yeah you i i wasn't like paying attention to like that there's just a lot of small details, which makes this show all the more, like, that good. See, but we wouldn't have been looking for the handcuffs on the old guy. Yeah, but We were now, just so, like, on edge with everything else that was going on. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things you notice on a rewatch, because now that you've And I haven't rewatched things, it. I have only watched it once through. That's it. So I haven't rewatched it. But I'm going to have to now. To check that out. I know, I'm gonna have to rewatch it too. Cause even I mean I watched it first, then I watched it with you to show you, but I mean I had just watched it when I was watching it again with you. Right. So I wasn't looking at any of the details or something. I was like, how's mom react? How'd she do yeah. it? What'd she do? <laughs> Did she like it? Speaking of one of the details, uh so one of the mysteries like in the show is like what's gonna be the next game and all that. And in the room that they're all staying in, like, it's intricately, like, painted, and there's different designs and whatnot. Um, in the early episodes of the show, it's hard to see all those because there's so many, like, racks of beds for all the contestants and whatnot. Um, but later towards the end of the show where there's only, like, a couple beds left, like, the designs are more revealed, and you can see that all the paintings are all the different games that they played. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so it's kind of like one of those foreshadowing, like, reference kind of things. Hmm. And... It just surprised me the amount of like behind the scenes like like background things background things yeah hmm so, i'll have to rewatch it because yeah. i've only watched it for once all the way through two. yeah so with all of that said and we're talking so much about everything that we like jason is there anything you did not like about this show <sighs> the only thing that irked me was the ending of season one, uh, so glad to say it's not the end of the show, but like uh, the end in which like he is like he's like about to go on a plane and then like he makes a call saying he's gonna like tear down the organization and all that, and like I'm excited to see where the show goes in season two, mainly because I want to see like the new games and all that because there's a lot that could happen. Um, I'm interested to see where he, like, goes, you know? Uh, I wasn't a fan of how he kind of just, like, dropped the kid off to, like, his best friend's mom. Like, that's such a weird thing to do. Yeah. Like, because the girl dies, and he ends up, like, kind of taking responsibility for the kid, even though the kid has no idea who he is, and just is like, Yeah, I knew your sister. She's dead. But, like, I knew her. <laughs> And, like, he ends up taking responsibility for him, but then goes to his best friend's mom, who, like, he works or lives next to, and just, like, kind of drops the kid off with him with a bunch of money, and then departs to go do whatever he was going to do. Try to find the people, I think, is what well, he was doing. Well, he was doing. going to the he airport to, airport. to find the girl, I thought. He was going to the airport to go to the United States to go see his daughter. Oh, that's right. And yeah. he, yet again, bails on his daughter. Yeah. And goes back to try to get into this organization and infiltrate them. 
Um, so he's giving up his family again, which wasn't a very good thing, but uh, you know, it's gonna leave it open for more. Uh, Loretta, is there anything you didn't like about this? Mm, I don't think so. Thought a lot of it was kind of fucked up, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what made it that's good. A, that's what made it good, the and that's only, a little different than not liking. The you know, only something. scene in the show I could have done without was the restroom sex scene oh, between God. the gangster yeah. guy and his girl. Like I yeah. could have done without that. Um, true. Very true. true on that. I forgot about that one. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Just thought I would remind you. Thanks. Yeah. You're never gonna leave me, are you? <laughs> um, I'd have to say my only disappointment was see I'm gonna butcher his name because it's Korean names, but uh, Gong Hyu, yeah. the one who plays Goblin from another Korean show that we really, really like. And didn't get also, to see him more. Exactly. That was my disappointment. I love Train to Busan. I love Goblin. Gong Yu is just a really great actor. And when I saw him show up at the bus station um, and introduced this guy to the game with a slapping game. It was, excited us. Yeah, it excited me because I'm like, oh man, my favorite Korean actor. And then that was it. That was like all you saw of him until, until the, the very end. end. And then you see him for another minute. But at his, the end, and his that's smirk, it. I know, smirk, yeah. his smirk towards him when he saw him was just perfect because he was like, "Ha ha, got you, motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah, because so when you told me that. that he was in this, I would got really excited, mm -hmm. and then I saw him and I'm like, "Oh, there he is!" And she, you, you just like, "Yeah, don't get excited." I'm like, "What do you mean, don't get excited?" I'm like, "He's here." <laughs> You like that's it. Yeah, it's yeah. just gonna be. And I'm like, that's not minutes. fair. Right. I mean, he's just a, a great character that we like in all of our Korean stuff, and he's so popular in Korea right now. So I, I think they just put him in there to kind of get people excited. Um, but these actors that they got for all the other characters, I mean, they all did great. Yeah, they're and there was amazing. the other thing that you were watching on Netflix that I kind of was watching. There's a couple of them out of Squid Games that are in there, and of course, then there's. The Silent Sea, yeah, on Netflix. Yes, yeah. He's in it, and then also He's in it, and then there's the, a couple other the ones. gangster guy is in there. Yeah, they have a lot of they, they reuse a lot of their actors. It seems like, but but uh, I really really like Gong Yoo So yeah, he's just I was that was the only disappointment is seeing more of him. I think it would have been really great. I was I was hoping he was gonna be. Um, what do they call him the host yeah yeah i was really hoping that that was going to be him and then when they finally got him out of his mask and it wasn't him i was like ah yeah. dang it i was really hoping See, I, I, <laughs> I know i called the whole uh the, the host being the cop's brother twist from like day one because like it's just such like an overused trope where like someone's like missing it's like oh i guarantee the villain's like their missing relative right and like this time it happened to be true <laughs> But like I, I was hoping that like he would make my appearance because he did such a good job as the recruiter. Like the, the confidence, the like just the, the have, dastardly smirk. Have Have you watched him in anything else? Other than Train to Busan, not recently. Oh, Goblin's just really good. Um, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last 
question. Are we excited to have more? Yes. 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 I think the question is, what are your hopes for season two? <laughs> oh man. What do you want to see? In what season kind of two? more twists and stuff do you think they can come up right. with? Right. I would have to. I would hope that I mean, they're going to do. This is Korean. I've been watching. Well. Joanne and I both been watching a lot of Korean stuff. They're just really good at a lot of stuff that they and do. And a lot of it is very good. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I just can't even imagine what kind of twisted shit they're going to come up with for the next season. I so. just hope that they spend their time and make it good because you know how right. it is when you have multiple seasons or multiple movies. They start to just kind of veer off the same thing or they try too hard and then you're no longer interested. So I hope that they, they still keep their dynamic while also keeping us on our toes. Yeah, I hope they don't rush it and they don't try right. to make it just because like everyone is craving it. I hope they make it like because they want make to it make good. it. And I hope that they just they make it good. Yeah. And that they take the the love and passion that they did in season one and just do that same thing for season two. Uh, if you could take your childhood game, like any childhood game you used to play, which one would you want to see adapted into a Squid Game one? Um, good God, my childhood was so much different than yours, Jason. You you grew up with more like indoor activity, where like you know I was outdoors, um, and I'd have to say like a lot of the ones that I could see like implementing would be like hopscotch or like uh, Foursquare. Foursquare would be really cool and how it could twist that up towards like the end where there's only like four players that would be really cool to see um man i'd have to go with those i think hopscotch and foursquare were probably the ones that you played when we were really really little and of course you growing up indoors i don't think you played too much i played some i played some little kid games i also went to school <laughs> you also went to school or maybe even uh I can't even think of the name. The thing with the the ball and jacks. Uh, pick up jacks. There you go. Can't think of the name. But I mean, you could do something like that, like picking up razors or something. You know, I don't know. Just thinking out loud here. Mom, uh, what about you? Because you know, you come from a kind of different genre and generation of uh, kid games. You really want to ask me that? You know, I'm too old to remember my kid <laughs> when I was a kid. No, I'm just messing. Um, we did a lot of that outside, outdoors type of stuff. I mean, there's so many different things that we did that I can't even remember. We had uh, Red Rover, Red Rover. You know, we had. <laughs> we've got somebody nodding. Yeah. Oh, is that what you were drawing? Okay. Uh, so we got that. We did Foursquare. We did Tetherball. We did. Uh, tetherball, but it's a spiked mace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, there, there's just a, too many to even name to even think of like one specific one because back then we weren't afraid of kids falling down and getting a scratch on their knee, you know. So where they are nowadays, it's like, oh my God, put them in a bubble and send them out in the world. Yeah, back in your day, it was probably like, oh, she's got a scratch in her knee, go get some dirt and put it in there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Put some dirt on it. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> See, I'm thinking hide and seek. You have to hide, and if the guard finds you, bop, bop. Yeah, yeah that or uh, I would love to see Floor's Lava. Oh, the Floor's Lava. <laughs> that would be a good one. 
Yeah. See, that's all, good. you know, that's all like inside stuff. That's yeah. what we did inside all the time. Like, you know, <laughs> it, it, freeze you freeze tag. Freeze tag. Yeah, yeah. you got freeze with, tag. Like, like there's just a there's a lot of different games prior to you two growing up that were more outdoorsy but then again it really didn't seem to matter whether it was an outdoor game or an indoor game because of the facility that they had they could so, do anything on that yeah, exactly yeah. they had these exactly. giant like missile silo-esque places <laughs> right. for anything they wanted like the uh one of my favorite shots of the show is when they're all walking on like the different stairs and like it's just like zooming in it's just this massive like indoors complex yeah and then it just closes up it's easy so they could have inside or outside. So it didn't really matter, I think. So, I mean, between, you know, any childhood game, it could be anything. It could be indoor, it could be outdoor. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they come up with. Me too. So we all know uh, Netflix has already put out that it's gonna be out in 2023, but of course we don't have a month yet. So. That's going to be the next mystery of when it's going to come out, but I'm super excited. Um, out of like one to five stars, five, five stars being the best, one being the worst. Loretta, how would you rate this? Five. Jason? Four and a half. Four and a half? I give it a five. Overall, we're see, see, this is four and a half. It has to be five for us because he's in it. <laughs> For two seconds. We are like <laughs> we are like in love with this guy as far as being an actor in anything. Yeah, like seriously, he's just, his uh, he's good. Like to watch him in Goblin, it's just oh, it's like yeah. it's amazing. But yeah, I think I'd have to give it five stars. I mean, it took me a little bit to watch because. Everybody at work was talking about it, and everybody's posting gifts, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" I had. I have no idea what they're talking about. So many people <laughs> tell me, "Watch it, watch it, watch it," and I'm like, "Well, okay, when I get around to it." And then, well, you had your surgery, and I was coming out there to take, sit care, with, of take care of you <laughs> and sit with you and it's like, well, help you're taking care of me. This is what we're gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "I'm glad, I'm glad we watched it because I don't think I would have." watched it on my own until you told me that he was in it and then I would have went, oh, okay. Yeah, I watched it because you sent me something about it and then like, I was seeing a bunch of things like, oh, like this popular show just came out and it's like all dark and twisted. I'm like, can't really be that bad now, can it? Um, fast forward like three days and <laughs> watch the yeah. It's definitely a show. We finished where, it in two. Yeah, I think so. It's definitely a show where you want to make sure that you're going to do this when you've got some time to spare because you're going to want to continue. You're not going to want to. You're stop. also going to want to have about like an hour's worth of like free time so you can deal with the emotional baggage that the show is <laughs> going to leave you on. Yeah, get get some tissues for uh, the marble game. Yeah. Yeah, but see if they're listening to us tell them this, they already know the spoilers, so they might not react as bad. But say they listen to this, go back and watch the show, forget what we said. And oh, get that, to is that is true. That is Dementia true. That is true. is a thing. <laughs> well, no, I know that. Believe That's me. That's our real target audience. Right. <laughs> Oh man, well I think we've talked about Squid Games enough, but uh, 
hopefully we can do another episode about them when the new season comes out. We're all caught up on that, so I'm super excited. So um, then we'll continue covering movies, video games, books, and everything in between. Yeah. Anything and everything between. Anything and anything, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll keep on going and keep on trucking. If you guys got some suggestions, just uh, let us know. But uh, that'll be all for today, and thank you for going around with us. Let's keep on going.